I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched the Red Sox in forever. Me neither. But um, so Plowecki's gone. We called up Frank German, take his uh, spot on the roster. Looks like the Sox are gonna go with the uh, Connor Wong Reese McGuire tandem, which honestly, I don't hate. I just think they're gonna miss Plowecki's leadership. Plowecki's a but, huge, huge clubhouse guy. Like the entire team. <laughs> the entire team last year was literally just built around him, like, and what he brought to the team, like, from the shopping cart to the, the, oh, man, on the corn. Yeah, dancing on my own. Yeah. yeah. It was just, like, a different vibe last year. Like, even going to the stadium, like, when we went, like, obviously being in last place sucks, and there's no hope. Well, and yada, this yada, year yada. when we went was very miserable. Like, the Red Sox would score a run in the stadium, erupts and cheers, and everyone goes to the bars. And it's I know. Minute. I know that's that's like I don't know. I feel like last year because we went to a game last year too, right? Or it was just a yeah. No, we went to a couple last year and they were a blast. Yeah, they were awesome and the vibe was just completely different. But I mean, even in the beginning of this year, when there's still a chance, like I went to a couple games, it was just still like there's no flat dead. It's not the same feel, and it sucks because this team is likable. They have likable guys with them. No, definitely, and it's just well, like they did. They did. They did. And then, the, you know, it was just DFA, like the whole heart and soul of the Boston Red Sox, which. And I found it pretty funny to hear like Xander getting vocal after the Vasquez trade and a little bit after the Pulwecki DFA and then Eovoldi getting very vocal. So I didn't see that. So you want to. Let me pull up the that? exact quote. He was on the Bradford show. The fuck's the Bradford show? He's a writer for the Red Sox and he has a podcast. Ah. Uh, hold on. I'll read the exact. I want to get the exact quote. Yeah. Still got to get Zach Kelly on, dude. Our one fan. Yeah. Our, uh, him and uh, yeah, he's our one big leader that follows us. He's our one big leader. I actually can't believe our big leader follows us. Kind of lit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, this one's from Sports Illustrated. Okay. I felt like uh, this is talking on Kevin Plowecki. This said by Nathan Eovaldi. I felt like everything he has done for this organization, the player he is, it's unfortunate to see him go, especially on those terms with only three weeks to go in this, uh, to go in the season. I haven't talked to Haim or anything or anyone else to get the true reasoning, but I'm really disappointed when I heard the news. I understand it's a tough decision, but you want to build a championship around guys like that. Eovaldi said guys that are going to do what it, whatever it takes to win ball games and help the team. And I felt he was doing that. We had Schwarber last year and Renfro last year and guys like that. And there's on and off the field stuff when you're in the clubhouse that uh, it's hard to find a player who interacts with both pitchers and position players. Sometimes you can be a little divided, but you have guys like Plowecki, Renfro, and Schwarber. All those guys were extremely good clubhouse guys and obviously produced on the field. We're actually humans. And he goes on to say, like, he doesn't understand what the hell Heim's doing. That's such bullshit, dude. And, like, but the thing is, Haim is bringing this Tampa Bay Rays model in where no one's a human. It's just plug and play. With yes, I was literally going to say that, dude. The key thing that Bogart said in that sentence, like, we are human. You can't fucking do the plug and play thing in real life. It doesn't it's, work that way. It's a video game model. It doesn't work in real life. Players have emotions. You're, I've never seen a clubhouse turn against a GM instead of the manager. Like that? Like in two I've seconds? I've never seen a team turn against the front office. That's just ridiculous. I mean, you I, I don't know why you would trade him off. Three weeks left in the season. 
There's no not force. even trade. It was just straight out. out uh, he straight up got released. Right, DFA, DFA. My bad, my bad. And, but like, why? And his, I get his whole job was there was to catch Evoldi and Waka, but like, would you not want him to be around like Connor Wong coming up and Reese McGuire, who's a fairly young catcher, still kind of learning? Yeah, you would be better than like Plawecki teaching him. Hey, man, this is what works so well for me and Nate, and this is why it works. Like, go use this. You just want him to be around the younger guys. Yeah. What do you have to lose? A roster spot? DFA Abraham Almonte? I mean, who the hell is he? I don't know who half these fucking guys are sometimes. What happened to Jalen Davis? Remember him? They DFA'd him. Why? He was doing good. I think they're drawing guys' names out of a hat just to DFA at this point. Honest to God, I, I feel the same fucking way because, like, I, I don't understand why they took forever to bring casts up. I don't understand why Ryan Fitzgerald never got a chance. I don't understand why Jalen Davis had a double when no one else was hitting in that outfield position. They just send him down immediately and then DFA him, like, for no reason. They bring in – I mean – the Hosmer trade should have been made like a while ago. I know the timing was a little off because of Soto when he made it this whole yada, yada, yeah. yada. But like, still, I, you know, I like, you I like needed Hosmer that. being on the Red Sox. I like I Hosmer. love it. I love it. I hate how he's not playing right now. I don't know. Is he that hurt still or what the I think he's on? hurt. I think it's a back problem that where they're just like, well, take the rest of the year off. You want to get cast as ABs. Okay. Yeah. That's probably the only good decision I've ever really agreed with them at this point. And but the core decision. Yeah. And like, I, I just – I really want to know how much Heim Bloom is doing the managing from behind the scenes. I'm just going to say Bloom's this is his third full year. He's had two atrocious – two last-place finishes and a wild card. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a recipe not for success. And I feel like if you brought that 2021 team back like the back way it was – and added. And added to it. And add to it. Get Hosmer. Get – somebody you would have had such a fucking amazing year you have well the whole thing is i get letting schwarber walk because he's not a fit on the roster and the phillies overpaid him drastically so yeah but the rent or the renfro trades turned out to be a total bust benelis can't hit below jackie bradley was gone by what gfa but i mean that that was yeah that was ridiculous what july and then uh david hamilton has set a double a record for the pop but it, what Sox. is it, the Paw Sox? And, Worcester. And I'm actually going to a game Wednesday, dude, for class. We got to go to the Worcester Red oh, Sox game. That's sick. But you just set a, set a record, 60 stolen bases, I think it is. It's, either, it's 50 or 60. It's something ridiculous. Some. Yeah. But, but still, that trade trade's not looking good. No. And, like, anyone with eyes can see that. I, I, I really want more transparency from the front office and, like, have them – kind of give a reasoning well, why the whole, the whole thing is there's no direction like yeah tommy fam's a good get but does he fit into this outfield next year no because if you bring tommy fam back who's your power hitter tk ain't verdugo ain't tommy fam's not a power guy that's your outfield who's your probably it's crossing for hosmer <sighs> the roster is built so terribly so I think they decline, wind up declining Fam's option, and I, the only way they go go about this right is you have to go get Mitch Haniger to get add that power bat to the outfield. Yeah. Need a power bat in the outfield, and every good Red Sox team has always had that, and they just don't. 
or do they get creative go sign another infielder and just rotate the infielders through that dh spot i see i don't know i feel like the red sox they've proven it time and time again if you put one lineup out there they'll succeed if you keep on fucking with it and making it like like we said robots they'll fucking fail and i think that's with any team no i agree with that but i think cora would figure out a way because I think Cora's on a different level with his communication skills where he's going to set a plan for each guy and be like, Hey, this is what we're doing. And this is why we're doing it. I think, I think that's what makes Cora such a good manager because everyone knows what they're doing rather than is, am I like with the Yankees, you see with Aaron Boone, he's pulling names out of a hat on a daily basis. Yeah. It comes to the part. I mean, Aaron Hicks is complaining about playing time. The dude's hitting like one thirty. He's like, I play better when I play every day. It's like, bro, you're not going to play better every day. But the fact that you're still even have a job is insane. That is insane. It's fucking hilarious. I I love watching the Yankees downfall. And it does. I I, side note, I kind of like judge. Do you think he's going to be a future Red Sox? If he's a Red Sox, one of Devers or Xander is gone. I don't, I, I personally don't think you can bring back Devers and Bogarts. I really don't think you can. I I see there's a path. Please think about it. Are you, how much money are you getting to Eovaldi this offseason? Uh, not a lot. He's off the books. Price is off the books. JD's off the books. Uh, Kike is only making 10. Um, they have so much money to spend this offseason. Everyone is off the books. David Price, we were still paying him like $16 million this year. But did you hear what you just said? We have so He's much retired. money to spend. No, 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 no. We have oh. so much money to spend. Why not poach over Judge? You did say we didn't need a power bat. I mean, that's an ideal world, but we're not dealing with an ideal, you know. So, so <laughs> say, say you bring over – this is so theoretical and probably just way out of the blue, but it'd be fucking sick if it happened. You bring in Judge, right? You pay him $300 million for like five years because that's stupid. He's going to want yeah, yeah, yeah. So you bring him in for that long. And then, side note, I think he would probably not do as good. Not going to lie. But he's not. He's not. I think this is his climax. This is his peak, especially because how old he is. And you look at Marcus Simeon and all these other. Every big yeah. contract is always a bust. Always. Always a fuck. Look, look at Juan Soto right now. I know. It's ridiculous. But anyway, you bring in Judge as the power guy. I don't think you sign back Bogarts. And I say you move story to shortstop, Christian Arroyo at second base. You gotta keep Devers. I think that's number one. You have to keep Devers no matter what. I agree, but like Bogarts is breaking a different Red Sox record every night at this point. So in my ideal world, yes. I fuck judge, don't care. That's not gonna happen. He's not gonna be as good as he really is. You bring back the two. And then you find probably Mitch Henniger. Yeah, I think I'm kind of agreeing with you on that. But like, I think I, he's the perfect fit a right handed bat that can pull the ball over the monster. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really think like it's, it's going to be a tough decision this offseason. I really don't think the path is that hard. It's just whether they do it. Or you can always go out and get like a Michael Conforto or a Brandon Nimmo. Conforto didn't even play this year, so he's going to be cheap. A one-year prove-it deal. Yeah. Brandon Nimmo, he's a solidified center fielder. You go sign him, you're getting a left-handed pop, or left-handed batter pop, center fielder, 
shift Kike to right or Nemo to right, that's an elite outfield with pop. I wouldn't say elite. Fam, Kike, and uh, no, Verdugo, Kike, in like Nemo, Haniger, or Conforto. I think it's Verdugo is kind of not gonna lie, it's kind of a problem. I feel like he's got a okay. You really can watch the Red Sox. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I really haven't. Uh, but, but like, <laughs> I think he has like the highest OPS plus on the team. Really? Oh, I'm about to pull it up for you. There's no uh, this year. Uh, so you know how he started off atrocious this year. That that's what I'm saying. That's what I was referring to. He's hitting 281 with like 330 on base and a 400 slug and an OPS of 730 with OPS plus of 103. He's above league average hitter. He's fine. All right, but hear me out. He was kind of sucking when it mattered. Now it doesn't matter. Like, I see everything with Bogarts going on and, like, Verdugo and everyone doing good now. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, you want to to sign – no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you want to sign people for when it matters, not fucking shit time now, you know? No, I agree, but the whole thing is everyone's like, oh, Bogarts was hurt, hurt. Bogarts was hurt. That's why he wasn't hitting. Verdugo is the guy who collided with him. Was Verdugo hurt? Maybe. Bogart's never said a word. Did Verdugo? I can't see Verdugo saying a word. Has Verdugo ever even been on the IL in his career? I feel like I... Verdugo had to like play through a lot. I don't know. I just think this team was banged up this year. They were hurt. They're coming off a high of last year, and then reality slapped them in the face, and then they obviously subtracted like what a almost 90 home runs between Schwarber and Renfro from that lineup. And then yeah. JD like forgot his bat in last year. But do you, uh, like, do you, you want to, do you want to go out and get a guy for like one year and make like a run or do you want to like kind of take it back next year and maybe lock up Devers, lock up Bogarts, keep them there forever and then just kind of build around. No, I would do that. But the whole thing is, is, the Red Sox system is so loaded with shortstops. When do they start shifting to the outfield? Because say you got Bogarts, Story, Devers, and Costas as the infield. When Meyer and York and Romero start knocking on that door, who's the who's the who's going to outfield? They're all going to have to shift out there. Or do they put uh, Story or Bogarts in the outfield? Like this, like I don't know what they do with this team when those guys start knocking on the door because this yeah, year's right. gone. Let's start looking towards the future. Some of those guys are going to, have to start shifting to the outfield, and it's like kind of getting to that time in the minor leagues where it's hey, like you should maybe learn to catch a fly ball now. No, you're like, you are 100 right. Like maybe. I feel like Mayer is such a like an elite defender at short. He's not a guy that you would move off short right now, but maybe York, as he's a fringe defender at second, maybe you throw him in left field, let him get some reps maybe once, twice a week out there. Especially like, with like the shifts being banned and everything, you need your yeah. best defenders out there now. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Mikey Romero, Mickey Romero, I don't know how to say his first name. I don't know how he is defensively, but maybe introduce it to him. Maybe every like – once a week, once every two weeks, hey, man, you're playing left field today. Just start introducing it to them so they get a feel. Or do you use them as trade pieces? 
I think I, I don't I think, think Bloom is untouchable. I think Mayer's untouchable. Yeah, and I don't think Bloom is really the guy to move guys around like that. No. But he will trade Hunter Renfro though for Jackie Bradley Jr. and two prospects. But the whole thing is, is now Bloom starting to feel pressure. Does he just go out there and just throw money at the wall and just see who takes it? He's going to have to because Boston sports is, just is this going to be a Ben Charrington 2.0 with Hanley and Pablo? That's the whole question. That would owner, suck. Where he gets pressure from the fan base, ownership, and the locker room. Hey, you fucking. I love Charrington. I think Charrington is the only reason we won in 18 because he got those pieces got for Dombrowski. Yeah. It was yeah. just he had to get them for Dombrowski to trade. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he would do that. I really think Hein Bloom is sticking to his robot mentality and just his fucking plan sucks. I know his plan sucks, but I think he's gonna stick with it. And I, I don't think I don't think so too. Shame. Huh? I think so too, which is a shame. No, yeah. I mean, I think it is, but I mean, I don't know. What if it what if it works out? I don't know. I mean, prospects are prospects for a reason. You never know how they're gonna pan out. And I feel like he's putting too much stock into like a farm system. Like farm system's great and everything, but you know, Tampa Bay Rays model. They ever won a World Series? No. No. Yeah. You're right. Win World Series is Boston. Boston has the most this century. But, I mean, they did that revolving the fucking door every four years, dude. Yeah, it's every time they get a new manager, they win the, they win the first year. It's I, I don't understand I do. it. Other than Francona, it's every time they bring a new manager. No, wasn't Francona a new manager? In 04? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Because yeah. they fired Grady Little in 03. So it was yeah. Francona, and then he won again in 07. And then 13 was Farrell, and then 18 was Cora. Cora. How do you, like, compute that? How do you, like, think that'll happen? Like, what goes in the locker room? Like, I don't understand that. I think, like, so maybe the whole thing with Theo and Francona leaving, that was just, like, so fucked up. And then I think Ben Charrington went out in 13 and really identified what would play in Boston and who, like, the tap, like, who would embrace Boston? Johnny Gomes, Mike Napoli. Those yeah. types of personalities would thrive in Boston. I think he, I think Charrington did an excellent job as, at identifying the human elements and obviously building up the farm system. His yeah. farm system was unreal. Like, then it, like, the farm system was unreal. But like, who, who thrived in Boston with him? Gomes, Napoli, Mike Carp, um, freaking. They had the beards thing going. I mean, that team was fun. Yeah. Because all those guys' personalities fit. He did a great job about that. A team was just ridiculous. That was like the best team in Red Sox history. That will always be the best team. Yeah. Now it's like a bunch of like guys that don't fit together. It's a bunch of guys that play like are out of position. I mean, when Franchi Cordero goes down and that's the end of our outfield, are you kidding me? What? Franchi Cordero was supposed to <laughs> is our outfield? Yeah, that he that's was first no. He I was don't first baseman two months. This whole year, I knew it was gonna go on the shitter when Sauramora got on the mound and they played the fucking Orioles of all people. He gets on the mound. Huh? We launched it forty rows into the stands. Yes, I knew the season was fucked after that. Like right there, I was at the 
I was at a Guy Fieri's bar with my family, like, because I was about to leave, go back home and whatever. And I see that shit on the big screen. And I am just distraught. My fucking family's looking at me like I just saw my dog die. It like I had the worst gut feeling ever after that. And this year has been proven right time and time again. So many pointless fucking errors and so many moves that needed to be made and never fucking happened. And it's just like, what the fuck? And I, the one thing that pisses me off more is like, like we've been talking about this entire episode. What the fuck is the direction? There is no direction. We're trying to compute it in our heads and it's just not fucking making sense. I think Bloom is like starting to scramble. Like, oh my God, I'm going to get fired. Like, I got to go start making moves. He goes out and gets like Tommy Fan, but then trades away Vasquez. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then you why took, a step we... forward and took a step right backwards. And what you said about the Tampa Rays model, you were so fucking right. They've never won World Series. They never had that one player get, they're always in contention, but they've never had that one guy get them over the hump. Never. They've never had that star dude, and they fucking lock up. What's his name? Um, why can I wander? Yes, wander. after a year, ten days, not even ten days. It's it's ridiculous, and you never know what's gonna happen. Like this exactly. new, like sign any single player you want because he's young and good. It's stupid. It's ridiculous, and it never pans out until you prove yourself. And then another thing that I've been seeing too—that's why Julio Rodriguez's contract is still good. It's a pro—it's a prove it deal. But if he proves it, he gets his money. How is that a prove it? I don't know the details his on that. Base is like two ten, but like with incentives can get up to like four seventeen. Oh, yeah, oh. it's like two hundred in incentives based on MVP based on MVP voting. <laughs> I don't know why we don't see more of that. Well, when that contract came out, I think it kind of shocked everybody because it was so intricate. It's like if he has so many top three MVP finishes and so many silver sluggers, he gets X amount of money. He gets so many top five finishes with like one silver slugger and two all-star games. Like he gets X amount of money. It's like whoever drew this up, like took like months computing this. But shouldn't that be in every big decision and organization? That's what I'm saying. I think we're going to start seeing more of that. Like, I think we're going to start seeing more of the Trevor Bauer model where he gets a ton of money up front in no years yeah. with an opt-out. Or that where it's, hey, we're going to give you base to this, but, like, you got to earn the rest of it. Because people are just getting their money and just shitting themselves. Like, even but look at fucking Hanley and Pablo, for example. Perfect example. Dude, they just got their money. When, you remember when Hanley got DFA'd and next thing we know, we know we're hearing that he's fleeing the country? I don't know. I don't remember that. What the you fuck? Remember that? No. So apparently, like one of his friends got busted out like a drug deal and said he knew Hanley Ramirez to like try to get out of it. And like some dipshit reporter took the story and ran with it, saying like Hanley Ramirez was like fleeing the country. <laughs> what the fuck? I will never forget. I was sitting at my friend's house in the backyard. I said, get a notification on my phone saying Hanley Ramirez is on the run. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I see Rob is like, start posting stuff on Twitter. Like, is Hanley of Narco? Dude, you've been on Carabas forever. Holy shit. Oh, I love Carabas. is the funniest man on Twitter. Yeah, but how long ago was that? That's like 2014. No, Hanley got released in 18. Oh, I thought you, I, okay. Okay. I thought you meant from the Red Sox for some reason. Yeah, he got released by Boston in 18. I thought I got traded to L.A. 
The sec- no, because Hanley did he? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he got. He no, got he shipped. went. To- no, because we trade him to the Marlins. No, no, no. That was the first one. We had him trade him to the Marlins, and then. I think he retired after Boston. No, he played for the Dodgers, dude. Did he? Yes. I he think there was the after the Marlins. I think there was after the Marlins, though. Did he go Marlins? Yeah, he Red was Sox. With... Hold on. I'm pulling up his career line. So, yeah, it was 2012, traded from the Marlins to the Dodgers, signs with the Red Sox going in at 15. Red Sox released him in 18, then he plays for the Guardians in 19. Oh, my God. I didn't even remember him playing for the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> that one's weird. Yeah. And then Pablo's belt breaking on a swing. Why are we talking about shitty years? Because this is a shitty year. So we're having like a we're we're having we're having a pity party because we don't know what our future is either. Yeah. Our future is Tristan Casas. How is he doing? He's, he's not good. It's yeah. like 058. Last I looked. It's really bad last I looked. How do you feel about that? I think it's just let him get his feet wet. Let him figure out what the big leagues is. I'm throwing this year. This I'm throwing any prospect that comes up right now, their stats out the door. So him, Wong. I like Wong. I think Wong is really good. I mean, he's kind of proven himself. He's already been up and down at all times. He's Eovaldi's like personal catcher. Well, I mean, now because you know, Puck is gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cass is hitting 088. <laughs> Not good. And we were really high on I'll him. I'll figure it out, though. Yeah. You think so? I, I think he will because he has such like a good eye. I think he's trying to be too patient up there. He needs to just say, fuck it, I'm Tristan. Like, this is who I am. Yeah, I know. I, I want him to do good so fucking bad, especially for the Florida boys. But like, I mean, he deserves it more than anybody. No, he definitely does. I mean, dude, Buddy's been – he was homeschooled before he went to Heritage, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Worked out at Bomberitos all the goddamn time. That's such a young age. Like, him and his brother just grind their dicks off. and like For real. They, they do deserve it after everything they've gone through. Yeah. Like, they definitely deserve it, and I just hope, hope they pan out. Hey, Owen. Hey, buddy. Hey. My roommate just came in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our speaker yeah. lost the charger. But fuck this Zoom thing. It's a 40-minute thing. I just hope it pans out, dude. I'm, I don't even know what to do now. I don't even want to watch the Red Sox anymore. It's like... I'm excited, like, watching Tristan and, like, Wong. And, like, I'm excited to watch Herman, but Or German, however you say it. But other than that... I really think we ought to appreciate watching Devers and Bogarts right now because I don't think they're both coming back. So when Bogarts leaves, I might actually cry. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I'll be right there with you because like – I think I'll actually cry. I think it's going to be Mookie Betts 2.0. And nothing will be worse than Mookie Betts. I'm sorry. I actually cried when Mookie Betts got traded. I know. I remember I was on the phone with you and we both did. I know. And like – and I posted that picture. I was like, don't talk to me. I was like, fuck. I uh yeah, it's it's not gonna be as hard as Mookie Betts. I will never understand trading away homegrown talent. I feel like that is for three dudes. Like Verdigo is a nice piece, but he's not a freaking centerpiece in that deal. 
Can we go back to that real quick? Who else did they get in that movie trade? So they got Verdugo. Downs, who can't hit water if he fell off a boat, and Connor Wong. Like, why did we not get Dustin May? How did we not get Dustin May? Screw getting three guys back. Let's go get one arm. I'd rather one proven big league arm than three guys that are like. Maybe one arm in a kind of guy. Yeah, maybe like that and Wong. Yeah, yeah. Or Downs. I don't even give a fuck. Just give us the yeah, arm. No, Downs was a top 100 prospect at the time. Downs just like forgot. He left his bat in L.A. He, yeah, I think he did. I think he left a lot of things back in L.A. He's, I mean, geez, bad. He's a good yeah. defender, but like that's he's not good enough to like stick on a big league roster. Dude, I remember watching him in that Yankees series, and that was the first time. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of bunting, but that was yeah. the first time where I was like, please fucking bump the ball. He was oh for whatever. Yeah. And like couldn't, like you said, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat. And they didn't bunt him over and he struck out. I'm like, okay, well, that just yeah. thanks. I remember playing at some in high school. We were playing at Slam and he hit a ball off into the highway which was an overpass about 415 feet away off our closer for a walk off he went to slam yeah he went to slam and then pace yeah because i knew he went to pace i don't know what the slam they went to slam before oh dude we gotta have an episode where we just talk about the motherfuckers that we played with or against yeah we need to get tristan on that would be wild i doubt that would happen we could get frankie on maybe I think we get Tristan on. I used to hit with him all the time. Me, him, and Urshela. With uh, what's his name? Minnesota. Oh no! no, no I mean, no, no. I mean, our me and Gio would be hitting with Willie, with, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. next to us with Frankie. But Dude, like, I, like, we were always like competing with each other. I never knew Frankie and Tristan hit together until like. When, dude, I was like kind of, I was kind of pissed when I heard that. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Why did I stop hitting with Frankie? Well, I did move and went to high school. So that I like Frankie. Help. I guy. love Frankie, dude. He is the best dude ever. I saw him over the summer. I was like, dude, what the fuck is up? Like, I love him. Frankie's but yeah, guy. I never, I never knew they hit together. But yeah. I mean, there's some magic, dude. Maybe yeah. he just needs, maybe, maybe the Red Sox will give Frankie a call and be like, yo, talk to your. Brother. I need a new hitting coach. They, they lost their hitting coach and the offense just disappeared coincidence i think not hey frankie did run a camp in the dominican red sox hitting coach went to texas tim hires like longhorns texas or no like uh the rangers oh, Rangers. oh what was that one coach that signed with a college team for so much more was that football or baseball no there was a twins pitching coach i forgot yeah. his name, but LSU basically doubled his salary yeah that Les is fucking johnson. ridiculous that's johnson yeah yeah. Good for him. Nice. I mean, he doubled his money. I mean, I don't understand why we don't spend money or like enough money to save Mookie Betts, Bogarts, and Devers when the Yankees get everyone. We're the, Tampa, we're the Tampa Bay Rays with Trevor Story. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying fuck. Like, we, we have the money, and like, I don't understand why they like don't spend it because you know, if you spend it, you already you have win. the stadium. You already have the fan base. You have everything you need. Go spend money so you get the entire world. Like, that's what the Yankees do. They spend money and get the entire world on their side. Their franchise is worth so much more. But Henry is so worried about Liverpool and 
I, I don't think it's Henry. I really don't think it's Henry. I think it's staying trusted Bloom, thinking that he's going to bring this great model to sustain them, and the model doesn't work. No, it doesn't work in a big franchise. Well, I mean, with the Dodgers, it does. Because Friedman is not afraid to go out there and make that block blockbuster. Yeah, why don't we copy the dog? That's what I was wanting to say earlier. Well, why that's don't we what copy this is dog? supposed to be. Because Bloom was supposed to be like, oh, he came up under Friedman and Neander. But Bloom's like, let's just pour uh, a bunch of fringe double A guys. That's like me and fantasy football, dude. I'm too like trigger shy. I want to pull the trigger on a trade, but it's not happening. Yeah, just beat Dave Dombrowski and just start. Uh, Fuck it. Chucking Here's and 200 million, 300. You get money. You get money. Oh, you want to I, I, prospects? You know, uh, one prospect has actually turned out to even be a major league regular or two of them. Manuel no. Margot with the Rays, and then uh, Santiago Espinal with the Blue Jays. But we traded Espinal for Steve Pierce, so fuck it, that deal worked out yeah, as well a, as a Boston. Yeah, that, that, yeah. And then we traded Margot for Craig Krimble, which who's going to argue that? That's true. Every other guy has been a bust. Michael Kopech sucks. Uh, Anderson Espinosa just made his debut at like six years later, and like he's whatever now. Dev, like Devin Marrero, nothing. Like all these guys are like nothing. They turn into nothing. For Chris Hale, Craig Krimbrell, uh Steve Pierce, Nate. Now, do you think that's just playing in Boston, or is it just terrible decisions? I think Dombrowski was really good at identifying what's going to work and what's not going to work. And you need someone with like character and spunk swag to play in Boston. Like you can't just have Joe. You can't have the team robots where you can hide them in St. Petersburg, not even Tampa. (laughs) Move the stadium. Yeah, move the race to Tampa. Move the race to Tampa. But you can't hide them there because like no one gives a fuck about Tampa. But Boston Red Sox. If they were to to be in last place this year, I don't think everyone anyone (laughs) would even notice. No one notices that they're in second place right now. Are they? I thought Toronto was. Is Toronto? I have no idea, bro. See, I don't even I care. I don't even notice because there's, there's no appeal. There's zero None. appeal to the Rays at all. None. Like we're both Sox. from Florida. Do you know? Do you know how many people do you know that are like, yeah, I'm a Rays fan. I mean, I went to school in Tampa, so good about. Okay, well, besides going, but uh, to I'll never forget. I got Rays playoff tickets when they played Boston for 20 bucks and I got to the stadium and parking was 80 bucks. Are you fucking serious? Forget I parked like a mile away and walked. I'm like I'm not I'm not giving them that much money. Like what That's the fuck? Such, that is such bullshit, dude. Anyways, we got a minute left on our recording. You want to wrap up? Yeah. I actually want to wrap up. Dude, did you see the GTA 6 like leaks real quick? Leak? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, did you see Lone Depot Park was in it? Yeah. Kind of crazy. That's that's wild. But all right, wrap up. Uh, R.I.P. Pawecki. Um, uh, we're, we're terrified, I guess. We could say terrified. The the scared level is like at a code red right yeah. now, right? Yeah, code red. Yeah, this offseason off season is going to be make or break for yeah. a lot of things. Dude, what are we even going to talk about after like this next game? Because they're not going to make playoffs. How can you guys fit into the roster next year? Yeah. Is um are they officially eliminated yet? I don't think so. That's wild. I know. 
right. Anyways. Thanks for watching. Um, Catch you next time.